Welcome, Dr. James Beckett, Sports Card Insights. Every Hall of Fame has a problem with positional sensitivities. You've got all these quarterbacks in there, wide receivers, but then sometimes the linebackers, if they're not or the interior linemen, don't get respect, even though now they're really getting respect in terms of their salary. But they ought to be in the Hall of Fame, not necessarily in proportion to their positions, but there ought to be some reflection about that. And these senior committees are ways to accomplish that and to even things out and to get people further consideration that were overlooked. And there's a number of really good ones. Now, what's going on in the sports card hobby is that you want to look for the unexpected. Otherwise, it's been baked in. It's assumed that so-and-so is going to be in the Hall of Fame. But if they've been nominated or they're the finalists in these senior categories, that means they've already got cards from decades. Pop reports, you don't necessarily want to throw them out. But if somebody gets in the Hall of Fame, pop reports will be further populated by a whole bunch more cards that are out there that weren't worth grading when they weren't in the Hall of Fame and would be. But again, you're looking for somebody that most people think perhaps are not going to make the Hall of Fame. And if you guess or you study it, and so I'm just going to walk through these. First of all, thanks sponsors, Top Spinini Upper Deck, Heritage Auctions, Huggins and Scott Auctions, Mike Stadium Sports Cards, Burbank Sports Cards. ComC.com and Beckett Media, Beckett Grading, Beckett Authentication. Drew Pearson, happy to see him. I had met him at the summit a few years ago. Cliff Branch, feared, speedy receiver from the Raiders, probably overdue there. He was obviously a threat. As I said, when you go to the game, do you keep an eye on those kind of players? That's why linemen don't always sell for as much as receivers and running backs and even people making receptions. But they mentioned that somebody is nominated or is a finalist in the senior committee for football frequently they eventually get in. They may not get in that year, but then there's holdovers and rollovers. And so the three senior class finalists for 2023, that'll be announced, I guess, early next year, Chuck Howley, that I remember well from being a cowboy linebacker, tough and mobile. So he was fast, smart, and tough. Ken Riley is somebody that I would think would be a big surprise. If you look at his stats, you think that he's got a reasonable case, lots of interceptions and 15 seasons, but all with the Bengals, not a franchise that's been in the limelight that much. Rookie card from 73. This is a really good example of the population will really swell if he is inducted. And a lot of those 73 tops football and any of the football cards from the 70s from tops when they were the only game in town, they're a lot of quality control issues such that nines and tens should be at a premium. Joe Klecko is the third senior finalist. I don't know that there's a New York bias there, but certainly it was a well-deserved consideration. They talk about how many Pro Bowls they'd made or how many championships, but I'm less concerned about that. I really think it's difficult when somebody plays on a great team. It's like the Cowboys. Was somebody a key player on those winning teams or were they just along for the ride? And Chuck Howley, obviously the only MVP of a Super Bowl from the losing team. Amazing guy, five times first team All-Pro. That's what speaks to me. If somebody was one of the best at their position repeatedly, a Pro Bowl, to me, just I'm down on these, even all-star game things. Some of that is a popularity, but the the all-pro designations, I think, are, are done with more thought there, that this is the best at that position and worth. If you're a five-time all-pro, then you're one of the best linebackers and recognized as such. I like seeing that. Klacko is the 81 NFL Defensive Player of the Year. Ken Riley had, I think, one year as a first-team All-Pro. But again, the guys that beat him out are probably already in the Hall of Fame. So one of them is, if you are the best, you're in the Hall of Fame. If you're one of the best, you might be in the Hall of Fame. If you're considered to be maybe 
one of the best that seem like you wait. The other guys who were on the list that I don't think necessarily will get it, but it, to the point was being made that they might eventually get it. One is this Al Wistert guy, an offensive tackle from the 40s. And I do think he's on my wall with his 48-leaf football, but he's got a couple of football cards. That would be an example of something that if he hits, but again, he's a tackle, not a lot of interest there, even if he is in the Hall of Fame. Just being in the Hall of Fame is not enough. You've got to be somebody that, like I say, are you going to the ballpark to watch somebody play? You go to the court, are your eyes on the offensive lineman or the linebacker? Usually it's on the quarterback. Same thing if you went to the Hall of Fame. Whose busts are you looking for? Where are you going to dwell? And usually it's your favorite players. And uh, Tommy Nobis could be that for somebody that's a Falcons fan, that's a University of Texas fan. He certainly was, you could watch on the field. Really a lot of tackles, a lot of leadership. Randy Gratishar, same thing for the Broncos. And Roger Craig was another one on that list. Roger Craig, I noticed he was on the 1980s All-Decade Team. And the 1980s All-Decade Team could not include Emmett Smith and Barry Sanders, who I think were in another league above Roger Craig. But Roger Craig didn't necessarily redefine the position, but he was the first guy to rush for more than 1,000 yards and receive more than 1,000 yards in a season. On the other hand, it helped to be... Uh, with Joe Montana. Steve Young, when Joe Montana wasn't there, with Jerry Rice to be the primary target. Like I said, it, it's hard to figure out who the stars were on these teams that have so many other stars. And yet, the same thing is that if you've got a player that you like in the sports card insight, you want somebody in the Hall of Fame, that's good. And the team championships is not the determinant as much as when teams win a lot of championships, then there's a lot of fans for that team and their star players. Roger Craig definitely was a star. So that bodes well for future demand. As I say, when we were doing the price guides, we had to figure out what's, you can know what the supply was at that point, demand at that point, but you need to be thinking about future demand. Is Roger Craig going to be more in demand next year than he was this year? If he gets in the Hall of Fame, the answer is probably yes. But if you think of running backs in the 80s, I don't think you're necessarily thinking about Roger Craig because Emmett Smith came along at the end and Barry Sanders, and they were at another level. And so those are the ones that get Jerry Rice. Jerry Rice's new standards for how popular a receiver can be. Of course, he considerably possibly could be the best receiver of all time. So the other thing to do is to figure out not just who the semifinalists are or the finalists are for right now, but who might be as they come up for in future years, because they're going to keep doing this. They're going to keep moving the ball. And yet it's not enough to just be in the Hall of Fame. You want to be a Hall of Famer that is sought after somebody that was a game changer. It's hard to say. Like I said, most people in the industry, in the hobby now, go after the best of the best. They want the best condition of the best player. And it's frowned upon to get second best condition and second best players. But if the second best player is, if there's not a big drop off and there's still a lot of popularity there. If you said that Barry Sanders, the greatest running back of all time, that doesn't make Emmett Smith chop liver. And again, right around here, it's Emmett Smith was the greatest and Barry Sanders was great also. So it could be one and one A and even to be the second best. If you were the second, if you came in second in the MVP voting five years in a row, you're obviously one of the very best players and you're, to me, a certain Hall of Famer. But if you were looking at who was winning championships over the last 20 years, Tom Brady hogged a bunch of them. 
you have to think, okay, take away Tom Brady. Now, what would it be? Who would be the the top quarterback or what teams would have won Super Bowls? Eli Manning won a couple Super Bowls, and yet he's possibly, and again, he's in the dollar boxes. He's Decent cards of him are in the dollar boxes. There's some kind of calculation by people, dealers in the hobby, that and collectors as well, I guess. Eli is a questionable Hall of Famer, a minor Hall of Famer at best. I don't mean to upset people, but that's what I see. So it's not just that people put him in the dollar boxes. It's that when I look in the dollar boxes, they're still there. So that's what I've said when I was doing price guides. It wasn't just what things sold for. It was what they didn't sell for. And if something is readily available in a dollar box, then I'm hard-pressed to say it's worth more than a dollar if it's readily available there. It could be worth more, but a dealer, a willing dealer is putting it in a dollar box and willing to sell it for a dollar. Or a lot of times if I buy quantity, I'm going to get less than a dollar. It's interesting to think it's the perception of these players. And so how do you get ahead of it? You read up on, if you didn't watch these players play, of which most of the ones we're talking about, I have the benefit of having seen them play. And even so, when you're watching football, it's hard to see that the guy got the interceptions because the defensive line put so much pressure that the quarterback was throwing off his heels and didn't see the safety sneaking up on whatever. At any rate, uh, have fun collecting. I want to give football equal time, basketball, hockey, baseball, even soccer, NASCAR, all that stuff. All of them have the player orientation, player hierarchies and pecking orders that if you can figure out not just what it is now, but what it's going to be, I believe you'll be rewarded. So thanks, everybody. See you tomorrow. The